cue the uh, fun intro music. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dizzy Discussions podcast. This podcast discusses vestibular disorders and research to assist you and your patient's dizziness and inner ear dysfunction. Your co-hosts are Doctor of Physical Therapy, Stephen T. Arena, and Licensed Physical Therapist Assistant, Eddie Ernst, two clinicians who are actively treating and enjoy working with all types of vestibulopathies. Now, without further ado, let's get on with the show. So I'm here with... uh... (laughs) Three student participants at our recent vestibular uh, rehab course, VRT1, an introductory course to vestibular rehab. Um, I thought what we'd do is we'd interview them. <laughs> Just some background noise there. I thought we'd interview them, see their perspective about the course, uh, and to see what they thought. Um, why don't you guys take it away? Do you want us to kind of introduce ourselves? Yeah, yeah. So why don't you introduce yourself, tell me what school you guys go to, um, what your DPT program you're in, and uh, your experience with vestibular patients so far. Um, I'm Dylan Piper. I'm a third year at Governor State University. We graduate in May. So my, my experience so far with vestibular patients is pretty minimal. I'm at a clinic right now, Functional Therapy and Rehab in Homer Glen. I've sat in on a few vestibular evals. Um, I haven't treated any myself, and that's the gist of my experience thus far. Okay. Um, my name is Trace McClintock. I'm also a third year at Governor State, um, so graduating in May with Dylan. Uh, my experience with vestibular rehab is I did an externship at Mickey's Clinic um, Functional Therapy for like two months or so, and I got to, again, sit in on a couple evals. Um, nothing practicing in clinic, though, besides just kind of assisting with the actual eval process. So. Cool. And uh, I'm Ross Sanyar. I'm a third year DPT student along with Trace and Dylan at Governor State. And um, for the past four weeks, I've been working with Steve at his clinic. So I've had some vestibular exposure there, um, treating patients, uh, mostly BPPV. And so far, so good. Okay, well, thank you guys for introducing yourselves. I I am uh, Steven Tiarina. I was a graduate from Governor State University, and currently I am the course liaison (sighs) lab instructor and I wear many hats for Evan CEU, the host of the Vestibular Rehab course. So um, I'm curious, your guys' um, just perspective, we had a two-day course, 16 hours of vestibular rehab. Um, what did you guys think? What are some uh, takeaways? I thought it was great. I thought it was, uh, it was laid out real well. We got a good foundation as far as the anatomy and kind of where to start with things. And then after we kind of got a good foundation, we were able to apply that with some, some real life scenarios. We got some good hands on practice, which is good because we learned about like real, very superficial, would you say in school about just as far as like what BPPV is and the Epley maneuver, but we didn't really get any chance to like utilize that, that with hands on skills. So there's much more to it than just this is the Epley. And I think we were able to uh, accomplish it this, uh, this past few days. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I think you basically are taking what we learned in an hour in school and then spreading it out to 16 hours. So you're getting much more in depth with the anatomy, how things are working, as opposed to just kind of, here's what it is. You're getting to see why you're doing the maneuvers, the clinical reasoning behind it, and then just expanding on some of the tests. So you're not just doing like one or two, you actually have like 16 or 20 different tests that you can do to rule in and rule out. And you're getting the clinical reasoning aspect of it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I agree with these guys. They pretty much covered it. I would say, you know, leaving BRT one, I would feel somewhat confident Doing a, at least an eval, being able to rule out red flags, kind of determining if it's central versus peripheral. I feel, you know, two days ago I would have felt 
loss and now I feel like I have a pretty good groundwork. Sure. Yeah, I think our goal for at least the introductory course was you guys could walk away and see a vestibular patient day one in the clinic, um, be able to complete the examination, uh, classify the patient, and then begin treatment or rule out if you need to and refer out to you know physicians. So do you guys feel like you guys got that out of the course? Definitely. Yeah, and like all the references that we get just kind of being a part of the course and the different mm -hmm. videos that you get access to, it's it's just something that we can have moving forward in our career. So doing it as a student kind of allows you and they have a cheaper student price. So it's kind of saves some money while you get to do it and you have access long-term. So you can see the different exercises that they give people kind of a plan. Um, and then just go back and watch the videos as we go and treat patients. Yeah, definitely. Now yeah, we've given some tools that we could use these past few days. So now, you know, if we, do need refreshers. We have someone we can constantly refer back to that we have that we can access and then just kind of refine those skills later if we need to. Yeah. So can you guys talk a little bit about your school experience with vestibular rehab? Um, yeah. What you guys kind of thought? Um, what we learned in school? Yeah. Uh, I think we had one, two lectures for maybe three hours each. And I just remember being very confused. Like I VOR, optokinetics, saccades, I just remember like getting them all jumbled up and it being just like really fast paced information. So mm -hmm. it was, uh, at, this, yeah. at this point I was, I feel confident in all those things, which I didn't before. Mm -hmm. It was definitely like a crash course kind of thing where it's like throwing things at you or just go. So it's like before it's like, this is the upping maneuver, but what do I do with this? You know, mm -hmm. why am I doing this kind of thing? Like I, I know, so I maybe I was able to take away from school as far as like maybe a few terms or things sound familiar, yeah. but this class kind of brought things I would say full circle as far as like, okay, that kind of sounds familiar. Now I understand why I'm doing these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. It kind of just, what we learned in school was kind of superficial and like entry level clinician, but not necessarily expecting you to treat people consistently. Mm -hmm. um, besides maybe doing like an epile because you think that the rocks in their ears are in the wrong spot. So <laughs> it's like, you actually understand all the things coming out of this course. So it's just a much better base knowledge, I feel like, than what we got in school. Yeah, I really think, uh, and I don't want to trash on the schools. I think they're doing what they need to do. But it would be exciting to see our schools and our DBT programs really kind of pushing um, the expectation for the students and maybe hopefully giving you guys a little bit more exposure to vestibular rehab um, because it is becoming more um, common that our general public actually know that physical therapists treat vestibular rehab. So um, I've heard from a lot of clinicians, um, they'll get offered patients to treat from their um, work environments and they'll refuse them because they're not confident. So hopefully you guys will feel confident when you guys are graduating. Um, do you guys feel like this will kind of give you guys a leg up when you guys get out there? Oh, definitely. It's like the, the stuff I know now, it's like, I wish I had this during like my first internship as uh, I feel like would have definitely been able to help patients more than what my, uh, CI and we were able to do that for them. So definitely, definitely will help, I think, for sure. Yeah, that was kind of my whole point of taking the course was mm. moving forward to be able to help patients and make yourself more marketable to like jobs that you're applying to. Because I mean, if you can say, you know, if you have any vestibular patients, I can work with them. Like I can be a clinician that offers that kind of service after you get through one, two, like your VRT one or two or three, however far we get. Um, it's makes you more marketable, which could make you more money in the long run. So it's worth the investment to do it. 
as a student yeah. and you feel like you can actually treat these people as opposed to coming out of school, not knowing what you're doing. I mean, I had similar ideas as Trace. I was hoping to use this kind of as a marketing tool on top of being able to help more people. You know, that's obviously the goal, but it's good to have it as a, hey, I can do this when you're applying to jobs. Yeah. It seems like, I don't know, it seems like the new generation of PT students are thinking about what are ways that they can make themselves more marketable? What are ways that they can start improving their clinical reasoning even before they graduate, even before their boards? And I think that's pretty exciting. Um, I know that the main goal is to prep you guys for the big test, but there's life after the test. And I think it's cool that you guys are all like taking the steps life after the test. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, what I'm thinking is then maybe we can kind of give one last summary. What were like, what was the main thing that stuck out to you from VRT one, the course? So you want to start Dylan? Or um, hey, I'll start, I guess. I think honestly, I loved that at the end we did case reports where they just laid out some different diagnosis. We broke into groups and just talked through start to finish how the patient would present, maybe a history. Then we did like uh, an objective, what we would find, prognosis, and then how we would treat it. And then everyone talked out loud uh, with their groups to the whole class. And I don't know, just kind of brought it full circle, like Ross kind of said earlier. Yeah, I like being able to go through everything in like the hands-on manner and getting like, since it was a small class size of only like 11 people mm-hmm. with two instructors, it you got to get the little corrections that maybe your hand placement wasn't quite right or as you were holding the cards for fixation like they weren't quite right or um just having the little critiques that you know it's not necessarily like it seems like it's a big deal but it definitely gives you that edge up on like an entry-level clinician that's just trying to do some vestibular rehab Mm. um so it's good to have that one-on-one um connection and being able to practice all the different maneuvers i agree with dylan and trace i think uh it's also pretty awesome to uh do the exercises that we're going to be giving our patients too, just to get it on a you know, get the patient perspective on what they're going through and kind of just how difficult or challenging some of these exercises can be because when you talk them out and you kind of get them presented, you think you just, it doesn't look too bad, I can do this. But then going through it, it uh, it's different. It's, dif- it's definitely more challenging than I thought, for sure. So it's uh, eye-opening, would you say? I don't know, the perspective for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Yep, so uh, this is Steven signing off. Uh, you can find us at uh, www.evidencecu.com. We're also on Facebook, and we have a private Facebook study group uh, designed for vestibular clinicians. Um, That's Evidence CEU Vestibular Study Group. Uh, Feel free to join. Have a good one. Thanks for listening, everyone. Hope you got a lot out of that last episode. If you have any questions or want to continue to the discussion, please follow the Evidence CEU Vestibular Study Group online at Facebook. It's free. Don't worry. We look forward to providing more great content for you on our next episode of the Dizzy Discussions Podcast. As a disclaimer, Dr. T. Arena does have ties to the Evidence CEU Con Ed Company. However, with this podcast, there is no current financial interest, and our goal is not to sell you anything. This is purely for entertainment and educational purposes. Nothing on here should be considered specific medical advice. If you feel you have an undiagnosed vestibular disorder, please schedule an appointment with a vestibular physical therapist or follow up with your primary care physician.